This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Myers is going to try and score all the way from first, and he will. It's tied at five. On the BetQL Audio Network. Hey, it's Monday. Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat with you for the next three hours here on BetQL Daily via the BetQL Audio Network. The show airs weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We are on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily, live on the Odyssey app. You can catch the video stream on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe there. Subscribe to the podcast as well, iTunes, Spotify, and uh, odyssey.com we are live on the bet 1430 in denver 105.9 fm hd2 in chicago and 93.1 fm hd3 in los angeles producing today eli hershkovich jake Hassan, jake galley and dylan burns dan bach from rotor grinders will drop by to talk about the nfl draft oh the twists and turns they continue we have a trey lance pro day today so i'm sure his odds will shift oh is he gonna go number three now uh, there's been some momentum to that over the last few days chuck esposito from out las vegas tell us how the books did over the weekend um there was a boxing matchup that a lot of people were upset about cody decker an odyssey insider for major league baseball he's out in cali so i'm sure he's got some thoughts on dodgers padres soaking in every inning of that horvat when did it become playoff season this is april baseball i can't wait till we get to august september between these two teams and they're gonna play again coming up no seriously that was the best series i mean i said it on the radio this morning i think that was the best regular season early series that I've watched in the last decade of Major League Baseball. I mean, all those games, they just felt big. Also, it helps because there were fans in attendance. You know, that made a huge difference. The rivalry, it's becoming a rivalry. I think the one miss, though, that Major League Baseball had this weekend, all those games should have been nationally televised. Saturday night, that should have been on Fox Sports 1. Last night, Sunday night, baseball should not have been Kyle Hendricks serving up batting practice against the Atlanta Braves. We should have got Padres Dodgers all weekend long nationally televised. Thank God I have the Major League Baseball package, so I was able to watch that. But it was a great series. You saw some of the best pitchers in the league. Darvish was on the mound. Blake Snell was on the mound. I don't know if you want to consider him one of the best starters in the league. Obviously, uh, Kershaw was on the mound this weekend, Bueller. So it just didn't really make a whole lot of sense for that not to be nationally televised. But, man, that felt big, that series. That felt like the postseason. That was awesome. I don't know the details when they can make changes like that. I, I've we've seen it in the past where they do it pretty late. And yeah. believe me, these players they don't like playing Sunday night baseball, especially if they don't have an off day the next day. Half the league's off today. We'll talk about that when we go over the MLB card. But um, yes, yes, we see how the Cubs are starting. They're a terrible squad. However, look at Atlanta; they're a World Series contender, and then the Cubs are one of the, I don't know, the three most popular teams. It, I, I'd have to look at the schedule, but if I'm ESPN and I have a chance to take the Cubs, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And they're going against a World Series contender early in the season before they sell off. I, I don't hate the idea. I, I don't think it's a 
bad decision, but obviously the premier event in Major League Baseball. Here's how good it was, Horvat. Here's how good it was. Typically, uh, in the sports landscape, nationally, we talk about baseball when? We talk about baseball at the trade deadline. Once we finally get to October, even though the NFL and college football has taken over by then, and we talk about when the umpires do some when there's some controversy, umpires do some stupid. Right. Uh, there's there's a fight. That's when we talk about Major League Baseball. That's how great the ball was this weekend. That Dodgers Padres was for my money the lead story in sports. No, and, and again, Joe, like if they want to fix the sport, you don't have to do anything with the mound. That's not going to attract the younger audience. You want to fix the sport. You want more eyeballs on your product. How about giving us the best games though? How about me not having? Spend $175. Now, I, I do agree. I mean, that was probably the right decision from ESPN. You get the Cubs. You get one of the top media markets. Everybody, you know, Cubs Cubs fans are everywhere, man. Arizona, Florida, the South, the West Coast, they're everywhere, and they're playing against the Braves. It made sense. It was just – that was such a great product this weekend that I wish everybody yep. was able to see it. So, yeah, but, I mean, a great call. We only talk about baseball when there's something wrong. How do you fix it? Somebody got busted doing something. We rarely talk about the good that comes with it. And that's what we had this weekend. And we had a lot of good. We have the Astros stink, the Yankees stink. <laughs> great series where you got an up-and-coming team in the Padres. Now, obviously, like the one thing I'll take away from that series is how damn good the Dodgers are because the Padres, the Padres are the real deal. But the Dodgers, nobody's beating the Dodgers this year. You did play the over on their season win total, didn't you, Joe? Yes, yes, yes. Good moves. Yeah, we talked about that. Man, did you see that Buster only tweet the other day? Which if one? we it, it's on the Dodgers, if we look at what they've done with the truncated 2020 season and this year so far, yeah, um, I believe this was before yesterday's loss, so it'd be 56 and 20 run differential plus 175. Yeah, it, so I, if you extrapolate that out to a full season at the time, he was saying that's 120 wins and a run differential of almost four plus 400. Like, it's just, it had me thinking about the futures, and we'll get into that with the American League conversation in a moment. Maybe the best route to go is just find your bigger number, find your team or couple teams that you like in the American League, and then you don't have to deal with that, and then you just hope and pray one of those teams can knock out the Dodgers. I know you get a larger number because you're in the do on the Dodgers side, mm -hmm. but uh, wouldn't it be an easier route just to, as the Yankees are really, really struggling right now, take your shot with the American League representative and then hope the Dodgers are not the team coming out of the NL. Yeah, and I mean, that was what I was even thinking preseason. I wish I would have held off on the Yankees and got a better number because I wasn't expecting them to struggle out of the gate like this. I look at the AL and I don't know who's for real quite yet, though. I mean, no. I don't expect Boston to keep this up. I was really high on the White Sox and, you know, just the injuries with them. I just, I don't know who I'm buying into right now in the American League. In the National League, I can make the, well, there's the Dodgers, but you could also make the case for like two or three other teams. Maybe to give them, I don't even know if you could say that, though. You just brought up the run differential. This weekend, like that, that's, that's scary. Target the Dodgers right there is wait till they play a team like the Padres, like the Braves, and then you get a cheaper number, you know, even if you got Bueller on the mound or Kershaw on the mound, because I mean, they just don't lose. And, and, and there's no value betting against them. I think that was proven this weekend again. I mean, it's baseball. Crazy things do happen in a shorter series, a small sample size. Like we're a few weeks in, almost a few weeks in, and we're saying small sample, small sample. So in a series, they could absolutely lose. But man, 
Good luck betting against them. Have yeah. fun. You might be losing a lot of money. When I'm looking at all these underdogs that are cashing, you know which dogs are not cashing for the most part? The ones playing the Dodgers. Right. <laughs> no, it's, no, there's, yeah. there's, and exactly. And, and you could like blindly bet against them every single day of the week, and you're not going to make a profit. No matter how high the price gets, who's on the mound. Because, you know, sometimes you will get Kershaw, even this version of Kershaw, like in the middle of the season. That's when I'll take a shot trying to fade the Dodgers when he's like minus 250. You're like, okay, something's off here. But, man, I, there's, there's no value betting against this team. Look at that lineup. I mean, you can make the case that four of those guys could be MVP this year. Yep, yep, and we knew that going into the season, so this is not a surprise at all. In golf, I know that there wasn't much excitement because it seemed to be over very early. Sink runs away with it. It's been so many years since he won a tournament. Congratulations to him and his family. They were thrilled on the course, but uh, I, I bring that up because I told you, don't be scared to fade Zalatoris. Don't be scared. Answer looked good. Good showing from him. Not good enough if you had him in outrights. Yeah, just not good enough. And this was like the least interested in golf that I've been in a weekend just because I I, I, hear you. I knew I didn't really have a shot. There was so much baseball. There was a lot of good NBA action, even though like nobody played this weekend. And then that KD injury yesterday has me a little nervous about my Nets ticket. So there was so much going on. Uh, I'm excited for next weekend, but this weekend, not really eventful yesterday. We had Jeff Feinberg giving out, uh, go take Kirk top 20. He finished uh, T7 at 12 under par. Sink your winner, 19 under. Another weekend of golf. Pretty non-competitive once we get to Sunday. Not much excitement. The The sport needs a, some clo closer finishes here for yeah. people to get involved, get interested on Sunday. You mentioned the Houston Astros a minute ago. Want to hit that real quick. Um. So um, I, I mentioned before the season started, I'm running this MLB survivor pool, three strikes and you're out. So you can get three, you get three misses before you're, you're eliminated from the pool. We've only done this two weeks. It is so much more challenging than I thought oh, to yeah. pick, pick one team in baseball that will win 50% of their games. And I know that's the storyline so far, along with the Dodgers and the series we saw the weekend with the Dodgers and with the, uh, the Padres and the Dodgers, but um, just picking a team to win half of their games, 50% of my pool had an X this week. Most of it was with the Astros. They faced Detroit and Seattle. They go one in five this week. Mm -hmm. It's unreal that, you know, after a week, they're like, Oh man, Houston's real. Houston's real. Then they go one in five against two teams that are kind of viewed as bottom feeders. We'll find out if uh, they're taking steps forward or not this season. Yeah, I woke up this morning to uh, my radio partner who's in the survivor pool was on the Astros. And again, like you had to know it, it was over heading into the weekend, but you thought you had the easy road with the Tigers who, again, don't sleep on the Tigers. They're not a very good baseball team, but damn, are they sneaky this year? It's stealing money from your pockets. And uh, I, I was shocked, man, because again, like out of the gate, it looked like the Astros were the real deal. And I was thinking maybe even a World Series ticket in the American League just because yep. the East continue to struggle. I don't expect that to last all season long. That lineup is way too good. Um, I, I do expect them to kind of get things going here. But with the Astros, it really looked like you were getting some good value. And then this week, they did not look great. And I kind of figured that 50% of the pool would be there. Um and that's it's so hard though in baseball. It man. Thirty, it was 30, 39% of the pool was on Houston, which wow. is ridiculous amount of chalk with all, almost every team available this early on. Yeah. So 39% on Houston. Also a handful on the Braves. Braves were a loser as well. Yeah, the Braves, and you figured, especially heading into this weekend, you had Chicago. Um Chicago. I think I'm yeah, I'm trying to think of who I would have played. <laughs> 
because it's too bad you can't play the Dodgers, you know, obviously. every. Step. I had, I had, I have two spots. I took Houston with one, Oakland on the other. Oakland was good. Yeah, Oakland. Okay, that, that's a good yeah. call. Right there. Yeah, I was trying to think just going into this week, man. Kind of tricky. Kind of tricky. Like, I probably would have taken a look at the Brewers with the Pirates this weekend, but that wouldn't have worked out. And now they have some worries, obviously, with Christian Yelich going on the IL for the next 10 days. That's probably who I would have looked at, you know, but. Again, the Pirates, I mean, the Pirates, like as bad as we expect the Pirates to be, they're not even in last place in the NL Central. The Cubs take those honors. Maybe you cannot relate to this because uh, you're a pretty wild better. But um, I had one of those weekends where, you know, I had some stuff rolling from before the weekend started. You know, like I mentioned the golf matchup, you know, a few things. And I'm paying attention uh, with stuff going on. But, you know, we're at the time of the year as you're starting to have more events, more kids organized stuff. Yeah. Like we've got, um, so I think about Saturday, I had my, my morning show. So I'm working on that a lot on Friday and then a little bit on Saturday. Uh, my wife had her second shot on Friday of Moderna. So she was like knocked out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. My son had a football game. Uh, then my son had a two hour baseball practice. My daughter had cheer. It's like, and you also have to have family time because we spend so much work. Like people are like, oh, you work three, four hours a day. No, it's actually nonstop. We're okay. constantly up on the news and we're watching sport events at night and we're not complaining at all. But, you know, during the day we're watching sport events too because there's so much baseball going on. I bet very, very little over the weekend. Way too much yard work yesterday. Way too much. Oh, just a pain in the ass. But uh, how about you? Were, were you betting a nonstop? I find that I end up betting a lot more during the week. Uh, yeah. than I do on the weekends because you, you got to give some time and and y'all for me I need a day since it's our job and we're focused so much on it I, I need a day to step away a little bit just no, for a, a day yeah same here and especially like you said I find myself betting a lot during the week and then on the weekend there's all these events like Saturday night there's that stupid boxing match there was a UFC fight night card where I actually did bet a couple fights I took the over in the main event over four and a half rounds which cashed but um, Saturday, I kind of like went all. That's how I was on Friday. On Friday, uh, see, my wife actually works the weekends at Apple. She works for Apple, the corporate. So she's gone all weekend long. So it's me and my seven year old. And so yeah. I promised him on Friday a movie night. And so on Friday, I placed one bet. I faded the Cubs. I took the Braves. I even, I think I tweeted it out and I said, one bullet today, Joe. That's all that's needed. A lot of love for the Cubs today. Braves win that one. That was the only bet I placed. And I went pretty hard on that one. Braves yeah. last how easy was Braves last night? Cubs minus 140 favorites. It was Ridiculous. over. It was over in three minutes as Hendricks served up batting practice. And then yesterday I was all in on NBA props. So yesterday, a lot of bets. Friday, Saturday, not so much actually. Yeah. Yeah, I totally feel you there. Uh, Jake Galley, he gave out UFC picks on the show during Lightning Bets on Friday. One of them was canceled because there was an injury during the weigh-in. Uh, they pushed each other, I guess. Yeah, it was, it, that was hilarious. And then um, and then he hit his other one. So good for him. Hmm. Good. But, yeah. Oh, oh and I, I, I was confused by the music. So we're I doing did. the music extra long here. <laughs> That's Joe. I'm on fire, and I got like four tonight. Uh, we're going to continue. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, we're going to target Kelly Olenek until this fails us. All right, we'll do the NBA slate later on. But we've got a baseball game this morning. Yeah. So we're going to go through – 
this MLB slate. It's a little light, but I've got a bunch of opinions on numerous games. I know you do as well. This is Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. Download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. We're here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.